0: Welcome to Baddest Mothers in the Room.
1: I'm Casey. I'm the mother of Beau, an 18-month-old baby boy. And I'm Tristan. I'm the mother of Nellie, a 15 50- Month old baby girl. We're the kind of gals that didn't know if we were going to have babies or not, but then we did it and we are here to talk about it. No, we are not professionals, so don't take our advice if we give you any too seriously. And if you have a problem with what we say, we're not going to take your comments too seriously either.
0: Oh, no, we're just here to talk about the perils of parenting. But you can always weigh in on our topic and I don't know, just kind of commiserate with us. Yeah. By emailing us, or you can give us suggestions on other topics.
1: I felt like our intro went really well. Cool.
0: <laughs> we're gonna have a <laughs> good one. We're gonna
1: call it out. You we, know? Were, we were just talking about
0: our voices cracking, and mine kind of cracked. And I was like, "Talk, whoa, mm. please, You're ready? it'll get ya. you. You don't know when." Ya. Well, I haven't seen you in hours—eighteen hours. Whoa, long time no see. Yeah, we got together with our friend Aaron without children and we watched a movie last night yeah it was
1: fun yeah
0: we had snacks and
1: drinks i feel like we were very tired though yeah we were all just kind of like me it wasn't like we weren't having fun but we were just like (laughs) it was like 10 or something and we're all like okay all right bye Bye. (laughs) i know then
0: i like put some stuff away and Getting ready for the bed for bed and I was like, oh my god! All of a sudden it's eleven fifteen. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I'm gonna be so tired because it was my morning to wake up with the boaster too. Oh boy, and it, I I I know he can't know. Oh, well, in like, your mornings he's like, well, let's rotation. do five. Yes, mm-hmm. he always gets up earlier on my mornings. <laughs> always. Mark will admit it too. He's not like I don't think so. He's like, yeah, well, it's your morning, so that's why I got <laughs> up early. Today was six, but he manages 6.30 or 7 for Mark all the time. Like,
1: Mm. what the fuck? I walked in last night, uh, and Nellie was screaming, crying in her crib, which very rarely happens. She almost never wakes up other than needing a pacifier. And I was like, what is going on? Like, she was crying hard enough that I was like, well, I know Chris would have gotten up for this, Mm -hmm. but he... (laughs) was he was in bed. And I was like, What the hell? So I'm like taking off my coat and I went in there and rocked her to sleep and she had so much snot all over her face. It's like crusted on her head this on her forehead. She's Um, just like a little glazed donut hole. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then I talked to him this morning and he's like I had literally laid back down from rocking her like two minutes before you walked in the door. That's where I went Oh, man. weird when you just walk in the door and your baby's like flipping out when they're supposed to be asleep. That's what happened last time we were at
0: the one and only time we spent the night at my dad's house. Oh, yeah. We walked in and he was screaming. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) There's like every reason to be like, my dad's just ignoring him. (laughs) Uh, But he was like, oh, I just was in there. I'm like, okay, it just looks bad.
1: (laughs) You understand that, right, Dad? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, how has the rest of your week been?
0: Oh, pretty fine. I feel like it's mostly a fail. I was like, what's my win then? Damn it. Um, I can just get into my fail, I guess. it is. This past week was my last week as a stay-at-home mom mm. before working. And it's only these first two weeks of this job that are full-time, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then after that, it's the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. So I'll still be at home with him. But these two weeks, I like, feel like they're never going to end already and they haven't even started. And last week was just my first like Monday through Friday, me and Bo. And it was pretty lame. I was like, okay, this is the last time we can go. Uh, Make it count. Do something every day, like go to the, go swimming. And the, there's like a different thing every day of the week. Make sure we get all the things in, the museum, and go to the gym a bunch so he can play. And maybe a couple other
1: spots, whatever. Get another haircut. Yeah, why not?
0: But the dude was sick. Oh. So just like a nasty cold that took a long time to shake. By like Wednesday, he didn't act sick anymore, but he's just like so much snot. (laughs) Such an unbelievable amount of snot. It just never stops pouring out of his face. So you just can't take him a lot of places. Yeah. And I don't like – isn't the daycare rule like – that's okay, just as long as they don't have a fever? Yeah,
1: at least my daycare.
0: Okay, so I thought maybe it would be more like daycare rules places, but I know at my gym there's a sign-in clipboard, and now there's like a page that hangs – before you can sign in, like, you have to, like, look at this page to flip it over first and then flip it over to sign in, um, and it's like, if your child has a cold, if there is fever or runny nose, please do not bring them, uh. and it's, like, so in your face, like, you can't miss this. You have to yeah. move it to sign in, and one other time, he had a runny nose there, and the lady was like, I had to blow his nose a lot or wipe his nose a lot. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, so I just knew we, allergies. that was not an option.
1: I guess that kind of makes sense at a like a gym or a place like that because it's like at a daycare like you can't these people have jobs like the reason you're at a daycare is because you have to work so it's not like you can just take the time off every time they get a runny nose but you could theoretically just not go to the gym
0: yeah which I didn't Mm -hmm. I haven't been to the gym since last Thursday not this past Thursday but the Thursday before it's been forever. So we didn't do much. It was a lot of, like, trying to entertain him at home, and it was pretty horrible. Mm. Um, it was rough. We didn't do anything real fun. We didn't get to leave. We didn't get to do any of our fun daytime things that we'll be missing out on now. And it sort of felt like, you know, you know, that concept of, like, someone wants to break up with someone else. But instead of breaking up with them, they just like turn into an asshole. Oh yeah, they just ice him out. Kinda. So the other person will break up with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bo was doing that to me. Oh. Like he found out that I was going back to work, so he's like, "Oh, she's gonna be sad that she's going back to work, so I'm gonna be a dick all <laughs> week." I love it. And then she'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to go to work and get out of here." Because mm. there were some moments where I was like, "This is impossible." <laughs> He's sick. He was waking up a lot in the middle of the night, like for the first half of the week. He was whiny, like he'll just be fine, and then all of a sudden he's like, Wah! And "I'm like, oh no."
1: <laughs>
0: so it was just an overall rough week, which is not what I wanted for this last. Yeah, wanted to like go out with a bang.
1: Yeah, and study Harry and the Hendersons, do? You? Yeah, and he's like, go, go. You it's time. Piece of crap. Get out of here. Yeah, nobody wants you.
0: And then I walked into the woods.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. My week's been weird cuz you know last week I was winless. You may recall yeah. it was just a week of fails. They this called week, you winless Tristan Tanner. Yeah. They need to work on that. <laughs> um this week full of wins. <laughs> I had so many wins. But the overall, I don't know, I don't even know if it's really a fail, but like you walked into my house Uh uh-huh yeah i'm in it it right now it's a a shambles by in
0: it i mean i am in it
1: in it yeah it's a little crazy uh chris decided last week to rip all the walls apart yeah in in the living room so we we have walls still but they're just plaster there's he took there's like this cloth that was covering them he thought it was wallpaper but it was just some sort of plaster covering cloth so you can paint it i don't know sure um so there's nothing on the walls like some of the outlets are like exposed which is great when you have a toddler um yeah. he's now like finishing the plaster or something so the whole front's plasticed off yeah like a surgery or something and then so all of nelly's stuff got moved back here where we are now and then I, at the same time, yesterday, our friend Anne was coming over. She just had a baby. So she was coming over to see if she needed anything of Nellie's. And so I had, like, put it all out. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of all the other stuff. I'm either going to sell it or I'm going to donate it. Or, you know, once Anne has her thing, I'll put something away for somebody else. So everything Nellie has ever owned is in the dining room. Yes. Um,
0: It kind of looks like (laughs) you guys are moving. Yeah. Like you're prepping to move. Yeah. It's
1: really, it's a mess. So it's been a little, it's a little crazy and I don't know, I don't know when it will stop. Yeah. Like I was trying to really get through all that stuff in the dining room today, but it was like. I have to be the one watching Nelly because Chris is doing like construction with plaster dust, yeah. you know, so. She can't go in there. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of like I don't I don't know how I can get it done. No. Like I really don't. I mean, I guess it'll just have to be after work and dinner Ugh. each night. Because um, just. Yeah.
0: Little chip away
1: at it sort of
0: experiences. we are like, OK, I did.
1: Do things, yeah. We'll see. I'll just have to keep busting it out. Bust it out. So that's all of that. Good. You should start yeah. another project. That'll make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I even I was trying to prioritize. I was like, oh, there's laundry. Do I do that or do I like try and sort through all these clothes? Because of course, I was so organized at the beginning, like yeah. months ago. Like all her Oda three stuff is like organized by it's all in the size together. The pants are all the you know, everything's yeah. together. And then after that I've just sort of like as she grows out of something, I just throw it in the box. Yeah. You know? So now it's just a mishmash. And mm-hmm. then and then of course like trying to sort things out for Anne. I was trying to pick all the best stuff out for her so she didn't have to look through everything. And then the O to three stuff started getting all mixed in I don't know. It's just ugh. Ah. disaster. It's complicated, man. Yeah. It almost makes you want to just be like, and here you go. Charity. Yeah. Some of it you could get good money for, though. Truth. On the apps. Truth, truth, on truth. On the apps. How was your vow? In time's day? Mm-hmm. That's uh, the one. Uh,
0: fine, I guess. I don't know. I, I teach on Thursday nights, so that's what I did.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, Mark got home. He brought me a, two cupcakes and a cookie and a card and Monopoly pieces for Jules'
1: Monopoly oh, game. Oh, yes. Very important.
0: I haven't even opened them yet. I have to get on it. Casey's a do.
1: renowned Jewel Monopoly player. Big fan. I won last year. Yeah, you did. What did you win? 10 bucks or something? I right? won
0: twice. I won, yeah, like a $10 gift card and a $25 gift card, Oh, I think. that's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. unheard of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I taught. I bought a big bag of candy for my class. Oh, that's nice. Passed that out. It was fun. Then I brought Mark home a six-pack of beer when I was on my way home from class and... So Call it, it a
1: day. Yeah, sounds Woo. good to me. Yeah, we uh, we didn't really do much either. I mean, we ate. Oh, we
2: good, ate good. Together good. You didn't on Yeah,
1: we uh, got yeah, give him a card, and then the big thing was Nellie's Valentine's Day party. Well,
0: listeners, if you haven't checked out our Instagram
1: at <laughs> Baddest Mothers, please do. You'll see Nellie's Valentine card there. Yeah, that was the gift that like it came wrapped. To us, you know, it was in her bag. Boy, that child looks so miserable. We were referring it to as her mugshot, and then we were reminded by a dear
0: listener that it should be her her ID when she goes to the.
1: Yeah, to the uh, well, they were saying this is right
0: before she smoked a Parliament, and then that made me think, oh, yeah, this would be her
1: ID badge for when she goes to the plant. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she. There is a look in her eyes of true, like just. She's so forlorn. Like yeah. she's not crying. She's just like, why? Yeah. Like in all lowercase letters, why? Why? Why are we
0: celebrating this day? Yeah. She's like, isn't this a Catholic holiday actually? And we're not Catholic, so I'm confused.
1: <laughs> hmm. Is it Saint Valentine's baby? Yeah, sure. Um. Yeah. So I made I, I mommed it up and made a little applesauce Valentines for all the babies. Very and little cute. Pouches Very cute. And got a little shade from some friends uh to you know that was like babies don't need valentines which i get you know because that's kind of how i was last year when nelly got valentines and i was like what the fuck what are these valentines for it's just the
0: it's the the bar has been set at daycare yeah how many kids are in her new room
1: 12 okay not bad not including her yeah not bad so yeah it was good it was fun um but, though, there was the one thing that you already know about because this was very important to me that happened at that daycare party. Uh-huh. We got the picture and we know I'm so anal about giving her sugar and she, there she was in her, with her little tray in front of her with a cupcake. And I was like, oh, that boy. would piss me off. Yeah, I mean, uh, the backstory gives a little more light to it. I had... The teacher had asked, like, hey, parents, can each of you bring enough for four babies of either blueberries, cupcakes, yogurt, or puffs? And so people were like, I'll bring this. I'll bring that. So we knew cupcakes. It wasn't like
0: everyone just was like, well, fucking puffs then, because that's the easiest thing to
1: bring. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I looked at it and I was like, oh, what do I do? And then immediately someone's like, we'll bring puffs. And I was like, Like, shit. shit, shit, shit. Well, okay, blueberries is the next. Someone was like, we'll bring blueberries. And I was like, God damn it. So I was like, yogurt, yogurt. <laughs> Me, yogurt. <laughs> um, though I didn't understand exactly from the thing. I guess they needed f- three parents to bring four babies worth of, p- I don't know, right. whatever. Um, so yes, yeah, so we brought yogurts. I put heart stickers all over them because it's really have important. To. It's you really important. Choice. If you need more uh, heart
0: stickers, I have sheets of them at home. Why? Uh, it was from a character I played in a... Uh Oh. Uh, a horrible character though. Uh Casey Anthony, if you remember her. Oh yeah. Uh, I played her in a show once and there's heart stickers involved in that whole horrible story of her. Oh, so I can still remember have that. sheets. Interesting. Of them.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So then uh I had texted you and been like, Look at this cupcake. And you were like, maybe she didn't eat it. And then I see you the other picture of yes. cupcake with no icing on yes. it. So
0: maybe she didn't eat the cupcake. <laughs> I still don't really know. But boy, did she just suck all the frosting off of it.
1: Yeah. So the plan was that we were going to go in and be like, hey, can you just not give her a cupcake? She doesn't eat that stuff yet. Um the one of us that brought her in that day, I'm not going to say whom, forgot to yeah. mention it. To Whoever
0: dropped her off at daycare that day yeah. forgot
1: to mention it. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never remember. Uh, But that's fine. But it was almost kind of a win for me because, like, when it happened, uh, my friend, my co-worker, Cassie, was like, oh. Like, yeah. And she was like, a loser. Yeah. Shit. And she was like, I was actually really surprised. And I know you don't get, like, free like angry about much, but I kind of thought you would lose it on that one. Yeah. And I was kind of like, what am I going to do? I'm (laughs) fine. The thing I was most upset about, like, that it was like, eh, fine, shit, sugar, whatever. But I like missed that milestone, you know? I didn't get to see her eat a cupcake. And and it was kind of my fault because I was so anal about it. At her yeah. birthday.
0: Just most of the time there is like a ceremony behind it, like it is the birthday or a holiday or something. Yeah. And so I have like five
1: hundred pictures
0: of Bo eating yeah. his first cupcake.
1: Yeah. I don't even know what she thought of it. I know she liked the icing, I guess. Yeah. But sucked it off. But uh I oh boy, that poop. Oh, her, her cupcake poop. Her cupcake poop was the worst thing I've ever experienced. Like literally the worst poop. Ew. of hers or mine was it just like <laughs> real sticky it yeah it was like it was really hard to like you know scrape it yeah, off her legs yeah. and it was it almost seemed like there was sand <sighs> in it like it was like little particles of something there was some white which oh. may have been diaper cream that okay. kind of swirled its way in sure. I don't know it was horrifying Gross. yeah oh and then sorry I'm talking so much this was Valentine's Day you yeah. know um So I was like, well, this is romantic, like (sighs) scraping shit off my baby's legs. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go throw this away. Uh, Well, let me clean out the cat box, too, while I'm, you know, bringing shit shit out Mm -hmm. of the house. So I scooped all the cat litter, and I picked up a little recycling on the way out to the dumpster. I was like, dee, dee, dee. And I got out to the dumpster, and I went to put the recycling, and I was like, okay, here, let me pull the diaper out. And where is the cat poop? No, did you put it in the recycling? I don't know. I was like, because I still was holding the recycling. So it wasn't like I threw it all in there and was like, "Uh uh-oh, only have this. It was like I was still holding recycling in one hand and diaper bag in the other hand. And I was like, where is the cat poop? So I looked in the recycling and I didn't see it because it was kind of full enough that there was, Mm -hmm. you know, it was level. I didn't see it. And I was like, okay, well, I must have like left it, you know, by the door or something. So I, you know, through it, out. I came back in and I was like, did I leave Fuff's shit bag in here? And Chris was like, no. And we looked around. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, huh. So I put it in recycling? And I was going to just be like, oh, well. But I was like, no, I'm going to go look. Yeah. They're like, really? They... They'll you ruin that whole
0: thing of recycling. Yeah.
1: So I was like, so I went back out and it was like rain, ice rain that night. Uh, and I was like, went back in the dark and was like sifting through the recycle, Couldn't find it. I do not know where this bag of cat shit is. It could be in my house. I don't know. What the fuck? This sounds like a. And now it's time for our segment. Um, What's the thing where you... uh, Mombrain. Yeah, maybe it is. Retroactive mom brain. Retroactive mom brain. Um, Yeah, no idea. So very, just more romance, you know. Yeah, a poop-filled
0: Valentine's Day. I I have a mom brain too. Oh, good, let's hear Since you kind of just had one. Yeah. I washed my hair yesterday during the day, which kudos to me. I hadn't taken a shower in a couple days. And as I was like... Combing my hair right when I got out of the shower, I was like, something's weird. Like it's like extra silky and stuff. And then I like ran my comb through my hair and I looked at it and there's just like a line of white in my comb. I'm like, I didn't rinse out my conditioner. (laughs) That's the problem. And it's not stay in conditioner. (laughs) This is rinse your head, bitch, conditioner. (laughs) And I didn't get back in and redo it. I was like, well, oh, well. So oh. I still have to wash my hair. My hair feels a little, feels like real dirty.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it was just like a little soap. greasy. Yeah.
0: Oh. Just okay. full of conditioner. <laughs> I was just like, okay, shower, done now.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> you're like, never mind. <laughs> Who cares?
0: Yeah. Like, uh, I'm still like naked and wet. I'm like, I could just get back in. And nah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom brain slash lazy bitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. I guess yes. I owe you a win, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't really have one. I don't know. I guess I'm sort of prepped for this week. I have way too much anxiety about this. I don't know why. It's like what normal people do every day. Something about, if it was like 9 to 5, I'd be like, that's fine. But because it's 9 to 6, I'm like, oh. why? <laughs>
1: how long is your lunch?
0: An hour. I'm like, oh, cut okay. the fucking lunch and let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to a restaurant. Right. Let's just do this. There's nowhere to go You're around there. Roots, Ruth's Chris. There's nothing to do. I'm like, let's just burn through this shit. Mm. And then I'm going to have to drive home. And who knows how long that'll take. So I just feel like I'm going to have zero time for anything. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of food prepped and we went to Costco and bought a bunch of shit and got it all done. So Good. I'm feeling good other than the fact that I feel insane and my anxiety is crazy. I'm like, you need to calm down. But I'm as prepped
1: as I can be. That's great. Yes. Wonderful. How about you? You said you had a lot of wins. Yeah. So the other ones, a lady at the gym, uh, we were doing payo, which is like Pilates and yoga combined and she farted Um, that would be a win it sounds like Uh, something you would do during Pilates (laughs) afterwards she came up to me and she's like and I kind of know her just as much as you know anybody who's like in the same class as you at the gym like you see them once a week and you're like oh hey yeah um she came up and she's like I just want to tell you your arms look really good whoa and I was like thank you I was like well a one-year-old uh, <laughs> yeah right
0: yeah got my it's baby like, lifted
1: arms yeah everybody just walk around with a 25 pound kettlebell all yeah. the time and oh, you'll get kind of toned okay. um but the big one is that the tantrums are way better oh good yeah we kind of i don't know how much of it is nelly you know adjusting a little better mm-hmm. but i think part of it is that i, I feel like i cracked the nelly code at oh. least for now i don't want to get too cocky but it's working really well for her And all it is, and this was from, like, reading a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of tantrums come, I guess, from them being, like, not having control when they can't verbalize, you know, or, like, not knowing what's going on. So we're just basically narrating slash asking consent for everything. Oh, cute. So it'll be, like, it's a little laborious, but it'll be, like, if it's time to eat, I'll be, like, Nellie, would you like some lunch? She'll nod her head yes. Okay, can I put you in your high chair? Yes, nods her head. Okay, I'm buckling it up. Can I put the tray on? Yes. Jeez, Would you everything. like some sweet potatoes? Yes. Oh, can I put your bib on? Yes. But like if you just do it, she flips out.
0: Whoa, <laughs> she needs control. Yeah, so that's for now. Dang. Hopefully
1: that's not forever. But for now, we've, we haven't had any more like bad ones. We've had a couple where she starts wow. to freak out. Like yesterday, Chris was like, can I put your tray on? Uh, and she pushed it away so I was like well do you want sweet potatoes yes and Chris was like well if you want sweet potatoes we have to put your tray on and he just like put it on and then she freaked out oh huh? my god did you <laughs> figure this Nelly code out on your own or is this something you read um I can't remember I mean I read you know it's because they want control okay or, or they feel out of control and they don't know what's going on so it's, part of it is just warning them instead of just like shoving things in their face and being oh, like, well, yeah, um, cause, <laughs> cause I guess they get kind of overwhelmed and it's kind of helping with diaper changes too. Like I'll be like, can I lay you back? Cause that she usually freaks remember that out. Remember lady I, like, that got totally back.
0: roasted for talking about that on the news? She's like, you need to ask your baby for consent to change their diaper. And, oh like Everyone no. just roasted the shit no, out. No, I don't like, remember, remember that. Oh baby. no.
1: You can't ask the permission. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it does seem a little weird, like kind of letting her run the show. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, wait, am I letting her, you know, because the whole thing in the tantrum is like, don't let them win, yeah. basically. You're in my world. Yeah, but it's also like, I totally get it. Like, wouldn't it be weird if you were just talking to someone and then they like flipped you back 90 degrees yeah. and you were on your back? And then took off your clothes and you're freezing. Yeah, Bo's been like covering his penis
0: a lot when I changed his diaper. I think he's just cold. He's like, whoa.
1: Uh, come on. The Nelly yeah. code. Someone just started like plopping, you know, you like sit down. Down at a restaurant, someone just like plops down a yeah. whole bunch of food in front of you and you are like, oh, it in your mouth. Can I see a menu, please? Yeah. Like, yes, I, you put down what I would like, as it turns out, it but you be. don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or when I try and put a piece of food in his mouth, he's like, Whoa, what are you doing? But if I eat one first, he's like, All right, I'm interested.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you
0: think there'll be a movie called The Nelly Code starring Tom Hanks? As Nelly. <laughs> as Nelly, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so good he'd pull it off. Yeah, he would. He could be he a would. one-year-old baby girl for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, That's crazy that Bo's 18 months now. That's he's like a new clothing size.
0: Yes, he's been in 18 months for a while. Oh, he is manly man. But he's not anywhere close to growing out of them either. Mm. Though, you know, all those clothes are like, they're not consistent.
1: Yeah. So there's oh, some yeah.
0: 18-month stuff that he's actually already grown out of, and then there's still some 12-month stuff
1: that he's in. Yeah. Nelly's still wearing a few six month things. Oh really? Yeah. You know,
0: I think we're completely out of those. But yeah, we have very few, no pants that are twelve months, but maybe a couple shirts that are twelve months still. Yeah, the Everything twelve. The else shirts is eighteen, go, yeah. but I don't. I'm not worried about us like needing the next size yet. To, he, no way he'd fit in two. Um, twenty yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this right there's yeah, twenty four months, and then there's and two T. Yeah, yeah, which is a little know, bigger. Whatever. Who knows. Um, but he's still in 18 months. But yeah, he is officially today a year and a half old. Aww. I have to do his photo shoot when we get home. Oh, yes. Yeah. Get that sock monkey out. Ready? That, that Bobo. The other day he was in bed and he would not take a nap. He's like, Bobo. I'm like, all right, you need Bobo. And he got Bobo and he went to sleep.
1: Aw. Okay, thanks.
0: Aw. Uh, so yeah, we'll do our photo shoot today. We'll get all ready. That's great. That's his life. Six months away from two. Oh,
1: Holy
0: that's shit. That's going to be weird
1: to... Are you planning his birthday yet? No. God. <laughs> I mean, it won't be like
0: the first. The first birthday is a big deal, right? And then this one will be like, whatever. Yeah. Probably the same thing. Have some people over on the deck. It won't be nearly as many people.
1: But maybe it'll be like, won't he care, he care more? Or uh, I feel like two, they still don't really care. I don't is think so. Three, I went like, to a
0: two-year-old birthday party recently, and I don't think they would have known the difference. They're just mm. like, yeah, fun. My Some friends are here. Yeah. That two-year-old birthday party happened to be Janelle.
1: Oh,
0: and her twins Jonas and Caleb, which yes, again good segue. Should really good. have mentioned at the top, but really I didn't... good but late segue. Yes, uh, we have the second half of her interview Ooh. coming up here, and it's really good stuff. Yeah, so much. Yeah, she's the twin mom that we had on last week, and now I get to hear more. I don't
1: think I have anything. Else. I think that's about <gasps> oh, it. Oh, I do have one more thing. Okay, remember in daycare? I think last week I was like, oh, they made me bring a doctor's note to not yeah. give milk. We got, she came home a couple days later and we looked at her little paper. Milk for breakfast, milk for lunch. Gee, what the hell?
0: <laughs> like, I went all the way out of my way to get a stupid doctor's uh, note.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Was just like, uh.
0: I <sighs> They had to listen to the parents, man. I know. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know wow. it's easy and there's a lot of kids, but damn, there's a reason there's only 12 kids in a room. So you can know what's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. You want me to go exactly. talk to them? Well, Chris was the Chris went in the next morning and was like, or he was gonna say something, but then he sat her down and Miss A was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna get her milk." And Chris was like, "No, no milk, please." Like, where Because the- she's like out. the morning lady, so maybe she hadn't been involved. She wasn't involved in the whole note thing, like so she might not even know. Walking known. in there like milk, yeah, weird. Like um, it's like. A, it's like Flash dance. They sit down on the chair and they pull this chain and a bucket of milk pours <laughs> on them. Oh, gross. Is I, that Flash dance? I, I yeah. I think they great.
0: have a partnership with the uh, Dairy Farmers of
1: America. Like they might. They might just. But that's all for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. I've got one other little thing. Okay. Something I wanted to mention in our outro today, but we're not mm. recording one, is. We want to hear your mom brains. Oh, yeah. We're going to have an episode that is basically just mom brains. So, hook us up. You can email us, baddestmothers at gmail.com, and uh, give us all your juicy little mom brains. Uh, if you can remember them. Yeah, you probably can. not Yeah, because you're dumb. You dumb bees. Dumb bees. <sighs> now, we have for you the second half of Janelle, the preemie twin to be mom. The first half was mostly about the babies from the time they were born and through their journey in the hospital. So they've had a couple surgeries. Caleb has had cleft palate surgery. Jonas has a shunt put into his brain that goes down into his body and through his belly. They've had multiple surgeries. They've been in like multiple hospitals. And so we're going to pick up just before we left off last week. So the kids are wrapping up all their stuff and they're actually going home. Yay! <laughs> So you got oh, yeah.
2: two kids at home. Two kids at home. Yay. Yep, one who just had brain surgery, one who has a cleft palate that we're still trying to figure out how to feed him. The kid without the cleft palate also kind of sucks at eating, and we're like, what? Like, Throw a tube in this, dude. Let's do this. Yep, <laughs> yep. So Get we're, another mic stand, baby. Yep, exactly. Um, like yeah. they're musicians, so <laughs> the supplies Yeah, exactly. At this point, we like got feeding tube pumps, which uh, all feeding parents out there will... No, like the the beeping is like forever gonna be etched in my mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Keith and I were at a place recently. I can't remember where it was, but their food beepers, like the the kitchen beepers, like mm-hmm. sounded very similar. And we were <gasps> both just like our spidey senses were like, who needs to turn off a feeding tube pump? Yeah. <laughs> because we would get up in the middle of the night and have yeah. to turn off the pumps and. Yeah, you're, like, so tuned into it. Like, someone
0: would be their alarm clock noise yep. and just, like, sing. Oh, yep.
2: Oh, yep. yep, 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 yep. And sometimes they would, like, back up with, like, it has air in there. And you're just like, God damn it, we have to get up and, like, fix this air in the pump. And yeah, and then you'd have to keep it going. And then you still have to get up and turn it off and so on and so forth. Oh, so, yeah. But we have a, both of what they need. And then we have to, like, start working on their feeding stuff. Uh, the feeding stuff ended up being, like, way more complex than I thought because I was with a medical group that did not have pediatric care Mm -hmm. i delivered the kids but when i was like going through my ob situation like i didn't know that and i didn't know like i didn't research in advance like which medical group should i put them in like i was just like they'll go into my medical group Mm -hmm. so everything was out of network and so A referral took two weeks to process before you would actually get the referral approved. And most doctors wouldn't let you schedule an appointment until they had the referral in hand. Which means it's an additional, like, week or two weeks until you can get in to see them. Fuck insurance. Yep. So, we did get Caleb in to, like, see a feeding therapist who definitely did her best. She assured us that he was not aspirating. That whenever he was coughing while he was eating, that it's probably just because he's just little and like he just needs to learn like the chances of kids aspirating while they're eating is super low he doesn't need a swallow study like we're good a swallow study is where the kid you feed them bottle and they like look with an x-ray but like as a video and they like watch this food with contrast like go down and they can see whether or not it's going like down their esophagus or like a little bit slipping into their lungs so he, she assured me he did not need this test. Absolutely. So we came back a few times and this. This um, sounds like he needs this test. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Casey. Sure. <laughs> so he needs this test. Yeah, 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 for sure, right? Not good. Um, so this nurse practitioner or whatever, nurse who's helping us and has been doing this way longer than the feeding therapist, was like, I think we need to ask. Like, why don't you go ahead and call your doctor? Just get the referral started. So by the time that the insurance medical group, finally approved for his swallow study, it had been an entire month for a child who's, like, two months old. Oh, That's half your life.
1: That's half his dang
0: life.
2: Yeah. And so in the meantime, I was like, this is ridiculous. You're sending me to Lurie for Neurosurge. You're sending me to the University of Chicago, Illinois for – or whatever, UIC? UIC, right? Yeah, University University of of Illinois, Chicago. Chicago. I said it wrong. Yeah, Yeah. UIC for the Cleft Palate Clinic – That's also giving us the feeding therapy. Jonas doesn't qualify for any feeding therapy because our insurance company will only cover Lurie doing neurosurgery. They're not going to cover Lurie's speech therapy anymore because that's out of network. And then, like, we needed to see... God, I don't even remember. I think we were supposed to go back to St. Joe's for the heart stuff. Like, it was just so messed up. And I was in all these different places. And so I found out about Lutheran General. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, we're going to transfer all the kids there. And Lutheran General, like, we've had a really great experience there for the most part. Minus one experience. But uh, there's, like, a whole floor of, like, all of the specialists. Mm. And so now all of our kids, we can do, like, neurosurge. We can do cardio. We can do, we can meet with a feeding therapist. We can do NICU follow-up clinic and we can schedule it like all in one day, all in one hallway. Mm -hmm. And then if we need blood tests, we just go upstairs to do a blood test. So it was like way more compact than Lurie's uh, and it was within our network because we switched to a different HMO. um, And so things were like getting way better. We get to advocate, we get to Lutheran General, advocate Lutheran General. um, We get there and the, the therapist is like, So he needs a swallow study ASAP. Here's as soon as I can get it on the calendar. Do not feed him anything by mouth until he has a swallow study. Because here are all these signs of aspiration that he's showing. He's like bearing down, which means he's trying to protect his airway. He's like squinting and he's pulling away from the food. And like literally like all the things that, like, we had been seeing and we had been living with and had been, like, terrifying us. Like, all the other speech therapists told us is, like, you just need to hold him different. And so we were, like, freaking out, and I was, like, all over my mom's ass about doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you guys yeah. know, right? Like, hormones, mm-hmm. oh, like, yeah. all oh. the things. Like, my poor mom, like, and Keith. I mean, well, I kind of know, mom, but
0: also I do not know yeah. what you've gone through now. Mostly
2: my mom. Like, she took the brunt of, like, all of my just, like, we just have to hold him right, and we have to follow the directions, and yeah. he has to have, like, the right nipple and the right equipment and, like, and then he can do it because that's what Why they were telling me. you Do this, mom. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. I that's how exactly. I like follow and, you know. my freaking directions. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, something is wrong with this kid. Yeah. He's like, he's not normal. And yeah. I'm like, you're right. And then these other people are like, no, he needs to be a test. So we did mm-hmm. the test. Yes, don't say normal, mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so we do the test, and he fails on everything, thick and thin liquids. He oh. is considered NPO, which means no food by mouth. PO stands for something that means food by mouth. That's all okay. I know. Okay. He's NPO, and we go home, and we know that we are tube feeding him for the next at least two months, maybe three months. Okay. Six times a day. We know his his you know, volume and everything.
0: At least you know how to do this. At this he, uh,
2: yeah, so they do the test with, like, thick liquids and thin liquids because there are some parents who the kids will fail on the thin liquids, but when you thicken the liquid a little bit, they can actually, like, swallow that without mm. aspirating. He failed on everything. Huh. Um, Fine. That being said, like, he became a happy child. Yeah, and the same kid who like hated being fed like looked forward to it. Yeah, like look at his pump. Like you're gonna feed me now. Like, um, and so our whole house like actually changed a lot, and it became in some ways a lot simpler, um, which was really nice. Uh, In the meantime, like Jonas is having a difficult time. The thing he's the most successful at is breastfeeding, which is like. Really rewarding because it's this thing that I imagine. This is, like, the one thing in my head that I imagined could actually happen. Like, that you would breastfeed. Yeah. Yes, that I, I pictured that I was committed to breast milk, and this is what I really wanted to do for them. And I had pumped for them up to this point. Like, it had been eight full weeks, and this kid is, like, ready to try to breastfeed. Yay. And so he could for a while, um, and then he would get tired. We had a lactation consultant come. He was only taking about an ounce by mouth, so then the rest of his feed had to be through his NG tube. Um like, all we were doing all day long was feeding. Mm-hmm. Um, our lactation consultant we worked with uh, was just like amazing and super supportive and gave me like the best, one of the best pep talks of my life. Like, just had me like bawling in tears. I think mm-hmm. lactation consultants are seriously angels, oh, like oh my gosh. sent straight from heaven. They are just the most amazing people. Uh, and we need to like pay them more and like do all the things for them yeah. <laughs> and doulas. Um, So, yeah. So, basically, he started to kind of have more and more trouble where he would cough as well. He would pull away. Um, I would have to pump for a while first and then breastfeed him. So, like, it was a... Not as like strong of a flow, like there kind of all these like weird things we had to do to help him. I had to wear a shield.
1: And were you trying to get like the hind milk or whatever? So it was more sort of, but mainly you know, it was a speed thing. thing. We were like, okay. we just want
2: it to be slower because we like we just okay. want him to be able to control what he's doing. Yeah, because otherwise okay. he would just he would let a lot of it, like a ton of it, just like go all down. And his you'd be like, white like gold, stop it, he'd, like, yeah, this. all over my shirt. <laughs> that Pressure at first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And were
1: you? And you said he was taking about an ounce. What? Um, but he was still pretty little bit. So what was he having, like, four ounces total? It something? was, like, three.
2: Okay. So he'd have, like, okay. and there's was all in, in MLs. So I could tell you, like, he would take 30 MLs mm. or 28 MLs. And, like, that was a difference. Like, we had a binder where we would keep it, like, down to the freaking ML. Yeah. <laughs> and then if he took 28 MLs, then he would get the 62 MLs in his tube. <sighs> okay. And it changed for every feeding, depending. Now, with breastfeeding, it was harder, right? Because I couldn't tell every time. So I just was like, I assume he's taking an ounce. But I didn't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so hard. Yep. Mm. But then for both boys, I was pumping. And then we would, like, measure how much I had. And then we would do the calculations. For every three ounces of breast milk, we had to add a scoop of formula. Because that was to add the extra calories. So instead Mm -hmm. of it being 20 calories per ounce, which is what most women's breast milk is, we bump it up to 24 calories per ounce so that they could gain more weight faster. So the milk...
1: Was the water in this formula scenario? Like, you weren't. Sort of. Yeah. Were you, I mean, were you uh, diluting the formula before you added it? Or nope. it was like milk with formula powder in it? It was
2: breast milk with formula powder. Okay. In it. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Which they do often in the NICU. So, hmm. like, most NICU parents, like, know about that. And mm-hmm. then they end up kind of tapering the kids down to 20 calories usually before they send them home. So, parents don't have to fortify when they get home. Right. Um, but yeah, we fortified mm. the entire time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah. I I already know this information, so that's why I'm going here. So they had the NG tubes or the NG tubes. Yeah.
2: Yep, they both had NG tubes. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but then they they moved on to different tubes.
2: Yeah. So eventually Caleb could eat some by mouth again. Um, we kind of got both kids like going moving in the right direction, and I was like, great. Like we'll be when I took them home from the hospital. I want to be clear about this part too. When we took them home from the hospital, I literally thought in my brain and in my heart. We are going to have NG tubes for two weeks. Mm -hmm. All I have to do is I have to do this for like a week or two, maybe three, Mm -hmm. and then we will be done Mm -hmm. because that is the story of most NICU families. Mm -hmm. And that seemed to be the trajectory of like what all the NICU parents kept telling me is like, it seems like they'll never get it. And then it just clicks. And so I was like, oh, well, the click is going to happen. The click is going to happen in like a week or it's going to happen in two weeks or happen in three weeks. And then the weeks turned into months. And then the months turned into, like, okay, now they've been home for nine months, and they're 11 months old, and they still are not close. And so that was the point where it took a really strong speech therapist to tell me, like, this is what I think a G-tube is the best choice for them. Which we put off for the longest time because it is a surgery. it's You have to go under anesthesia. It's inpatient for a night. Like, there was that. But at the same time, Caleb had to have his first Cleft palate repair surgery. He's like, well, we're going into surgery anyway, and he had failed his newborn hearing screening. So add on no. more stuff. <laughs> yep, and we're musicians, so that uh. was a disaster. Uh, so all these things, right? Like, there's so many things of like I expected my kids could do. Da, 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 yeah. da, and uh, the reality we is like totally know. different, right? Um, and so we're like, okay, so he needs ear tubes, a cleft palate repair surgery. And a G tube. So, you know what? And what's a just... G tube? I'm sorry, to So, the G tube is the tube that goes directly into their belly. So, it's a okay. surgery. Gastro yep. something is the G tube? Gastro okay. tube, I guess. Gastro tube, yeah. Sure, okay. And just sure, sorry. Go on. Right there.
1: Just...
2: Yeah, so, so we're like, okay, we're going to have the surgery, and we're just going to do like basically four procedures on two kids one night, whatever, right? Bust get her in. done. Just get her done. Get her done. Yep, and so we did it. We had one kid, and then as soon as they finished all three of Caleb's surgeries, they moved him upstairs, and I went with him, and Keith stayed and waited for Jonas, and then Jonas finished his G-tube surgery, and they moved up, and they were in rooms next to each other, and that's what we did. So our bad experience, again, like poor Caleb with like medical stuff. Yeah. So at some point in the evening, I was holding Caleb, and these nurses came in, and they were messing with his G-tube, and I, like, I... Obviously I can't prove it cuz I don't have it on video, but I swear they mess with the part of the tube that like deflates the balloon. Um there's so there's like a little balloon that goes right inside of their actual stomach and that's what keeps it in place. It's not actually like stitched up and your mm-hmm. body doesn't actually like grow together with it. It's almost like an ear piercing and then on the inside of it is a little balloon that just keeps it from pull- being pulled out. Mm. And so they did something to that because in the middle of the night Keith is holding him on his chest, and the G-tube comes out. Mm. As well as a bunch of stomach contents. Mm. And like, yeah, formulas, insane. like, going yeah, everywhere. Awesome. And that's so, the Keith, center. like calls me and is like, I am freaking the F out. Can you come over here? So then I'm leaving Jonas in the other room screaming because he just wants to be held. Did he
1: call the nurses at first? He or? did. He oh, yeah, okay. Did. I already <laughs> called the nurses,
2: but I'm freaking <laughs> the F out. And so I go over there and it takes like two hours for them to find someone who can like come and help because apparently there's like what? traumas that come in and pediatric surgeon doesn't have anybody that they can send. And then the person they send like doesn't have any idea what to do. And so you have to wait for someone else. And the thing about G-tubes is that even on a not-a-fresh one, they start healing right away.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so we had to, like, sit there and watch our, like, 11-month infant, 9-month adjusted infant get a Foley catheter, which is basically, like, a G-tube that, like, doesn't have, like, the nice little lid on the top that like sits on the skin instead it's just like this tube and it can like go in every direction and like we saw our baby with like an open hole. and You like saw his stomach. That could be the wrong word. I don't really know. But we end up with this thing. It's just like this tube and like it just flips around and it like can slide in and out and it's just there's leakage. It's just like a disaster. Um, in addition to the fact that the particular nurse that he had the previous day was super overwhelmed. And at one point he got behind on his feeding tube or on his pain meds. And so actually one of the physician's assistants like ordered for him to have morphine because he was so far behind and so we called for her to bring the morphine and that took 45 minutes which should never take more than 15 i find out later but i didn't know and i didn't know how to advocate and nobody teaches you you how to advocate and nobody tells you what the expectations are and so he got really far behind on his pain meds and then and so he was just like crying like because because oral surgery is actually the most painful out of all the things that he had done to him oral surgery is like the most painful Mm -hmm. and so he had all the things done and nobody told me like what to do or how to advocate for him and Uh. so We, um, yeah, so that was, that was another one. And I'm just like, this poor kid, like, what is with Caleb that he always, like, he got the wrong breast milk. And nothing happened with Jonas's G-tube. And then the reason why I know that the nurses, like, did something, like, something went wrong is that once they, we handed the G-tube to the pediatric surgeon and he filled it up with water and he was like, if it's defective, it will deflate again. And it never did, actually. We still have it in our apartment fully inflated with water. And that's been... A year and a half. Uh... <gasps> poor
0: Except Caleb.
2: Months,
0: I yeah. And you yep. think Jonas would be the one having all the problems. He's the little guy. He, He's got the yep. head problems. But no, poor Caleb's just like, well, they're just shitting on me. So <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, Jonas was on, like, every single prayer list for, like, our entire pregnancy. And Caleb's the one that has had, like, the shit luck. you're like, oops, sorry, wrong one. (laughs) Yeah. Pray for Caleb, please. (laughs) Yeah, please, take it back. Pray for both (laughs) twins, not just twin A. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that being said, they are thriving little boys. Yeah. So they're two now. Mm -hmm. And uh, last July, we we actually switched up our, and I'm like, I kind of lose track of, like, which year it was, but at some point... Um, I think it was around this time last year we switched up who our feeding therapist was through early intervention and we found someone who was like a really solid fit for our family um, and she got them really eating, like, super well by mouth, and they also just kind of grew and got stronger, so last July, we gave them their last tube feeding, and they have not been tube fed since last July, mm-hmm. and actually, on Friday, we took their G-tubes out. Yay. Oh, wow! So, they are all done Yay. with That's their... That's so exciting! Yeah, with their tubes Because they had to leave training. the
0: tubes in just in case, like, did they have yep. a goal weight to hit before they could take them out, or... So, they just had to prove that they were eating all their
2: meals. So, here's the thing about feeding in Chicago. Chicago is like the worst place to have kids with feeding delays out of like all the major cities. They're like, in the give
0: them an Italian beef sandwich. They're going to be okay. <laughs> just give them milk. Yes, yeah, milk, more milk. Milk, more milk.
2: Yeah, it's more like that the pediatrician says, ask the nutritionist, and the nutritionist says, ask the feeding therapist, and the feeding therapist says, ask the pediatrician, oh, and then it just good. goes in like a big circle. Ugh. And so, pretty much 100%, it comes down to like the parent has to make decisions Mm -hmm. and has to make really big decisions so even though I kind of knew in my head okay like some people have a milestone of like hitting six months and then some people want six months plus a serious illness and then some people want six months with steady weight gain plus a serious illness and at a certain point I'm like look I know my kids can drink from a contigo and they can drink their pediature and even when they're sick they can do that Mm -hmm. and like we're just done we're done, and we'll figure out, like, the rest. Mm-hmm. So the weight gain has been kind of minimal. It hasn't been what we wish it would be, um, but we know that they can gain weight. Yeah. There was one time where they, over two weeks they gained 12 ounces each. So I'm like, we know they can do it. So that's kind of where we are. And
0: they're little snack We're, machines. The they two are. they yeah, get together, and it's like, must eat each other's snacks. Yes. They're
2: especially – so actually that's how Casey and I met. Mm-hmm. um was at a park and Bo came up and started eating our food and <laughs> yep. I was like I don't know that boy at all that <laughs> so and I was like we need to be friends because you need to teach my little boys how to eat and so yeah so that we've
0: and it kind of worked
2: yeah <laughs> totally yeah, uh-huh. totally.
0: yeah. Uh-huh. and they've been through so much and it's crazy I mean I knew a lot of this but even some of the details I didn't know but to hear all that and then be like well, these are the same guys that come over they walk they climb they talk they say please No. They know my name. They're like, Tissy. Yep. And then Bo, 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 Bo. And they go to the gym together and they play together. And you would have no idea unless you like. I'm
1: imagining them like spotting each other. They go to the gym together. To yeah, yeah. yeah. They, pump, <laughs>
0: they, pump, they, pump, they pump iron together. Uh, they're on Sorry. steroids together. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if at one point they were like, "Put them on steroids." They're
1: checking <laughs> each other's creatine load.
0: Yeah, like yeah, they um, they're yeah, they they are just normal dudes.
2: Yeah, Aww. yeah, they're super amazing, um, and definitely. You know, I, I, our pediatrician that we have now, she doesn't know a lot about feeding tubes, but holy cow, she is 100% supportive of me. She mm-hmm. trusts me as a mother. She knows I do my research. She knows I, like, have built my A team up. Yeah. And I do remember when we first met her. Actually, she was one of the only pediatricians who would take my kids because I called a bunch of pediatricians in our network and nobody wanted to take a kid with a feeding tube because they uh. didn't know what they were doing. And so Dr. Allison Galanopoulos and Skokie, shout out Dr. Allison, uh, was willing to take them on and still is like, this is outside of my like normal territory, but uh. I am willing to trust you and trust the people who so know what's great. going on. Um, And Dr. Allison told me, she's like, we had this, I mean, you, she had like a notebook and she was like writing down all the referrals we needed to make sure that her office got it right. And it Mm -hmm. was like, okay, but wait, which kid? And some kids needed the same referral and some kids, and sometimes it was different. And she like took all the notes, got all the referrals. Her referral specialist is like also amazing and gets things done like within a day or two instead of two weeks. They like know how to get things done Um, and advocate like Almost everything is a network, so that was a big change. But I do remember Dr. Allison saying, the first two years are going to be hard. They're going to suck. But at the end of two years, you're not going to know that these kids were even premature. Yeah. And that, she's, like, almost entirely right about Yeah, that. she's dead up. So, and, yeah, they're two years old now, and, no, you yeah, can't tell. Yeah. At the time, I, like, didn't believe her. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can't even see the light. Yeah. I'm like, he only took 18 mls at the last feed, so I don't see how in two years this is going to be <laughs> fine. <Yeah. laughs>
0: So now at this point, they're a little over two, two years old, Yep. and what um, would you say, I don't know what the phrase would be, like special treatments or therapies or anything, they got the G-tubes out,
2: what else are they having done now? So they have speech therapy, each of them gets it once a week. Is that for speech speech. or for eating? Yep, it's for speech. Oh, okay. Uh, So if they would only need speech, they would have, like, barely qualified because you have to have, like, more than a 30% delay. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have something called auto-qualify because of the hydrocephalus, the cleft palate, and born at 31 weeks. So because they auto-qualify, like, we're just kind of continuing services into, like, the speech realm. Um, So it's really kind of just, like, extra support. Mm -hmm. um, And our speech therapist is wonderful, and there's, like, there's no reason to not have her, Mm -hmm. like supporting us and then Jonas is about to start some physical therapy for gross motor stuff which is something that we've kind of seen even comparing like him to both like he's just not quite as strong he like is kind of missing some core strength and he gets frustrated and so that was a big thing we just met with a new physical therapist who I'm so excited to work with um and we had a bad experience with the previous physical therapist as well. So mm-hmm. hopefully people will like reach out to me like, well, y'all provide my like email and absolutely, stuff, right? yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because navigating the early intervention system is like a whole thing I didn't <laughs> even get into. Um, but we have this new PT who was like, you know, Jonas is starting to notice that he is behind Caleb and getting frustrated by that. And so oh. that's where we really want to intervene now when we have like the most basically control and possibly, you know, possibility of helping mm-hmm. him. Before he turns three. So we're going to, like, up, up his services. So he'll probably get it, like, every week, every two weeks, something like that. Great. So, yeah, those are the only two things. Great. Yeah. Excellent. And the... The, the cuff palettes The, tubes, fully- the or- ear tubes. Yeah, we think the ear tubes might have fallen out, but he... Like, they look fine...
0: And he can, I mean, he can hear.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can definitely hear. He <laughs> can hear, match pitch, all the things. Yeah. Oh. Um, we don't, like, notice any big things with, like, a speech that could be associated with hearing. So we're just supposed to, like, be followed by the ENT. We're followed by the cardiologist, although the cardiologist is, like, Jonas is going to, he could be an old man with these two holes. They're so small. And Yeah. So we're, like, followed annually that. Like, he's going to go and, like, say hi to our neurosurgeon once a year, but he doesn't even have to have follow-up MRIs mm-hmm. because that looked so great the last time. Uh, he oh, did sorry. end up getting a full shunt. I'm not sure if that was, like, super clear in my my timeline, but...
0: No, I don't think you said it, and I meant to have you say it, because I knew she knew yeah, it did, yeah. so, yes. So, he ended up with a shunt, yes.
2: Yeah, so our surgeries were, like, third ventric- ventriculostomy in a Maya reservoir. That was the first little, like, 10% chance this will work, and then it didn't, and then that's... So, that was in February, and then in June, we got the full shunt, mm-hmm. and then in November, we got... The G tube on him, cleft palate repair, G tube, ear tubes on the other kid, and then March, Mm -hmm. other kid, Caleb, got the second part of his G tube or his cleft repair. Yeah.
1: And did we ever say what a shunt is in layman's terms?
2: No. Mm -hmm. So a shunt is, it's basically the same idea that like it went, it goes like down into his brain and pokes a hole in the bottom of that ventricle that was backing up. But then rather than just stopping at the top of his head, it has tubing that goes all the way down on the inside of his, like just, just under the skin level, down his neck, and then down his chest, down his stomach, and then there's like a bunch of tubing that's all curled up in his abdomen, mm. and so all of his brain fluid is being reabsorbed by his abdomen rather than being absorbed by his brain and spinal tap. Mm-hmm. Like there's, this, the excess fluid is, yeah. is there. So it will grow with him and i think he can grow to be like six foot tall man and Mm -hmm. like it'll still be long enough i saw like the scan of it It (laughs) it's crazy like like a little water hose like wrapped up in his tummy uh and again the chances of like he'll probably have two to three shunt revisions could be more could be less uh and i have a friend who has a full shunt who didn't have her first shunt revision until she was 28 okay great good so that's kind of his prognosis Great. Do you have any more questions? I do. You, you were like, "Tell me from the beginning." I'm like, "Do you really want to you know?" Sure? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have
1: two big ones. Um, one, we were. S- well, we'll save this one for the end. So, two. Okay. Starting with number two. Um, so you're doing all this crap. Uh, blah blah blah. Are you on maternity leave, or did do you have to go back to work at some point? Like, what what's what's your job situation?
2: Yeah. So I my maternity leave started literally the day that they were born Mm -hmm. I worked the Friday before they were born and then I ran out of like FMLA Mm -hmm. when they were 12 weeks old which means that they were only four weeks adjusted Mm -hmm. and I was like not ready to go back (laughs) and so my contract I work for District 65 in Evanston Skokie and um my con our contract protects us for like up to two years taking off and we won't lose our jobs Mm -hmm. so i just had my doctor sign a note that was like and actually i got the doctor to sign the note about my anxiety Mm -hmm. my postpartum anxiety um that later on i got a more official diagnosis of ptsd which is really common with kids that are medically fragile Mm -hmm. and finding that out like more and more i'm like oh like i'm not alone in this yeah um and so they signed it actually for my anxiety because they said like you have to come back i don't even know it was super confusing but i had to have it signed for me and so i did um and so i took off the rest of the school year and then i went back to work for the fall starting in august i worked a full school year and then this past fall like when they were like two months into their feeding tube wean i'm like i need to be with them and like i need to micromanage this and like be my type (laughs) a self and be mama bear um and so i actually just went back to work full-time on wednesday Oh, so now I'm a now week. to week. Yeah, I was uh-huh. working. I was working two days a week, which was like the perfect balance for me. I'm I really happy with <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, now I'm back to work full time.
1: Mm.
2: Well, congratulations. Thank you. If You feel good about that. Thank you. If if you it's you for twelve weeks. I'm so sorry. It's for twelve <laughs> weeks. It's thirty-six school days away from them, and then it will be summer, and um. then I can reevaluate my life. Oh, and summer that soon. Oh, so and make some decisions again. Wonderful. Yep, make some decisions again. What else you got, Tanner? Oh,
1: the only other question number three still saving one so just in general having two babies is horrifying to me like just you know or two children even
0: like three years apart or whatever yeah. Tristan's a one and done I'm a one and done
1: I'm a declared one and done like even when Casey and Bo come over and then Casey's like I have to pee can you watch Beau for a minute <laughs> yeah. I'm like yes and then, uh, like the whole time, Casey's peeing. I'm like, "Okay, everybody's okay. What are we? What are we doing? Where are all the babies? Every like, how yeah. do you just uh, uh, or is this is just your life? Like, how do you do? You have any coping mechanisms
2: for? Yeah, I mean, I would say I definitely don't know any better. Yeah, yeah. My sister-in-law also has twins, but she had a singleton first, and so I think that was like. And her kids are two years apart, so she has three under three. Um don't know how she does it. Uh and she also knows how much easier it was to only have one, you know. So I think yeah. that that's kind of mm. in some ways a disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she went from 1 to 3. I went from 0 to 2. I kind of think I had like the easier way in yeah. in some in some regards. Maybe. Um yeah. so yeah, I just don't really know yeah, you any had better. Really <laughs> I don't know that? any better. And and I also was like I was commenting to my mother-in-law too that um where I see other mommies, like, getting super anxious about car seats and kind of other stuff. I'm like, you know, it's interesting that, like, I'm more laid back. Would you say I'm even more laid back than you sometimes as a mom?
0: Oh, yeah. When, on things that you're like, this doesn't even matter <laughs> because they're way more important fucking fish to fry. You I, know? Do,
2: I do I deal with G2. I yeah, mean, they're, like, they're like, yeah, they're like little like, things, but you'll be like, man, like, that person, like, I don't like the way that they talk to my kid or something, and I'll just be like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. my kids are alive. Like, yeah. they're breathing on their own. They're yeah. eating. They're chewing and swallowing their food, yeah. like it's it's kind of weird, and maybe I would have always been laid back to begin with, or maybe I just like already used all that anxious mommy energy, and I'm yeah. just like, who the fuck has time for that? Like, <laughs> I really think you that's put, gotta be part of it. have a little forever. more perspective than we yeah, do. Yeah, you definitely have a
0: different perspective, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. so there's certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think the first year, though, like a lot of my coping strategies were like living on my phone. Um, especially while I was working full time. Like it was really hard for me to switch from working full time to being home and being engaged. I miss the kids so much. Mm -hmm. And then that on top of the trauma of like, I didn't get to hold them and do skin to skin when I I thought I was gonna get to do in the beginning and I had to do so much advocating for them and I didn't get to be present for like, look at these cute tiny fingernails, because in my mind I'm holding Mm -hmm. them and they have their cute tiny fingernails on me. And I am thinking about when that doctor comes, I have to remember to ask this question quick. I've got to write it in my phone. And you know, just the, the level of trauma and, like, heightened, my senses were so heightened, and I had to constantly live in that space. So I really missed a lot. So, honestly, like, I think the past, you know, however many months it's been that I was on that, like, partial leave Mm -hmm. um, was, like, one of the best things. Like, I think it was good for my kids. I think it was even better for me. Oh, absolutely. Because I healed in ways of, like, I got to be present... I just got to be present, and you and got just... to like be a
0: regular mom a little bit, sort yeah. of even kind of. You had to be like, "Don't yeah. do that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, cool! I got to tell my kid not to do something. Totally. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, should we go to story time?" And and honestly, like, I think I was kind of a shut in. Like, I don't think I got. I didn't get out nearly as much as you did with Bo. Part mm-hmm. of it was like, oh god, there's the twins, and I got to pack them up. But part of it was like, it was just nice to just like have them in this little like yeah. cozy cocoon of like the house and our living room and all mm-hmm. of our toys and just, just like our space. Them, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: Casey's, like, the ultimate get bow out person. Yeah. She nails it. Get ants. Like, I'm way more like...
2: Which is like, great. I'm not taking outside. It's too hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: like, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. And now they have, like, a nanny who's, like, gotten... He's, she gets them out, like, all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, She awesome. takes them out. And, like, that's great.
0: But, we like, just, like, run into them out and about sometimes. It's great. <laughs> like, yeah. at the museum. Yeah. You just run into yeah. your babysitter and the kids. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, very good. I just, like, needed them, you know... In my yeah, of in course, space. of course, You're, you could be yep.
0: protective, yeah, yeah. That's um, question number so, one. So I'm question dying. one. No,
1: it's it's very easy. We touched on it a little, so we were going to have to come back to it anyway. Um, do you have uh, leads on resources for ladies to be able to advocate for themselves in these kind of situations? Because you mentioned we'll give them your email or whatever, like, yeah, uh, yeah. And that's yeah. Awesome. So
2: yeah. So actually I've, I've connected with these two like amazing feeding therapists. One of them is an occupational therapist and one of them is a SLP and a speech language pathologist. Um, and they're super passionate about creating an organization where doctors talk to therapists who talk to parents and everybody can like be united because one of them, um, actually came from a different area of the country where this was like way, way, way better than it is in Chicago. Um, and so she, they, together, these two, um, Stephanie and Karen like created this um, Facebook group called the Chicago Feeding Group, and I highly recommend parents be part of that. It's mostly pe- practitioner-based, and I kind of found being part of that Facebook group uh, that I was a little anxious. Like I knew that I needed to switch from one feeding therapist to another feeding therapist, and both feeding therapists are in that professional organization. And so that's like sort of an awkward space to be yeah. like, I don't like my feeding therapist. Who's in this group? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I actually created um, a Facebook group called Feeding Outside the Box, and then our tagline is Chicago Families Supporting Chicago Families, and it was supposed to say with feeding delays, but Facebook didn't give me enough characters, <laughs> basically, if you start with feeding outside the box, uh, that should take you to the right Facebook group, um, and then you have to request an ad, and you do have to tell us uh, about your 2B, so it's, um, and those, like, screening questions are, obviously, it's on the honor system, but it's really important to us that we don't allow therapists into that group because we really want that specific group to be a Just safe for space parents. for parents That's and That's so great, and you started mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, so I started the Facebook group, and then we did an event back in November where we had different families speaking every night about their experiences. And so we had someone who was a newer to be parent, we had um, Keith and I who were. In the middle of the weaning process we had one family who was completely weaned and their child's now four Mm -hmm. um and just different different perspectives along the journey um what's really cool about this group is that it has families who um, their kids do have multiple and profound disabilities as well as needing um artificial feeding support Mm -hmm. and then we also have families that their kids are you know otherwise developmentally on track uh, but need feeding support, okay. um, and so it's it's a it's a mix, and we're working together, um, the admin team and I. It's kind of um, an interesting group of all you know, kind of representing the different mm-hmm. angles, and so we're working together to like create all of that. Um, so we just did a, a week of storytelling, and all those videos we did live videos, but they're all still up in the Facebook group, and so anybody okay. who joins the group can go back through and watch the videos and hopefully find a story that resonates with theirs. Um, we got a lot of positive feedback on how that event went. Um, a lot of dads are really like all about like, I want to hear from other dads Mm -hmm. and then we can't get any dads to talk. So that's kind (laughs) of like an area of growth, um, that we're like looking for more dads. So we can do an event like from the, um, dad, or I, I would even say like from the, I don't want to say secondary parent because that sounds really rude, but like not from the person who's like in the trenches like every yeah. single day, day in, day out, um, but the person who, who has to leave and yeah. like go make a living and like pay these fucking medical bills <laughs> yeah. and then come home and into support. like.
0: How do you support? Right. And
2: then come back to ground zero and be like, what the hell is going on? Uh-huh. And like, I want to have opinion. I want to support you. I want to support these kids. I don't like, I don't know what to do. Just you know? tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's that and then um, the next big thing is that it it has definitely come to all of our attention that we all suck at advocating for our kids because nobody teaches you how to do that and so we do have a lead on a professional that we're gonna try to like you know pass the hat and gather the funds and, and, and do that in another like possibly like a, a live event that has we can also live stream it so that because a lot the thing about having feeding challenges and having feeding tubes is like you are very homebound it is yeah. really hard to get out and especially if you have twins um there are certainly ways um but like childcare is a big one and so all of these kind of like major issues that we're like we don't know what the fuck we're doing <laughs> we're really trying to like gather our resources and like share with each other um and then our like business intentions are to continue to be part of the chicago feeding group to mm-hmm. kind of like just, like, kind of mooch off of them a little bit for the organizational aspects of it. Awesome. So
0: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's great that you did that.
2: Yeah, good job. I didn't do shit. Thanks. I'm
1: very annoyed <laughs> that it is so annoying to be dealing with this in Chicago because I'm always like we're in Chicago, we're in a big yeah. city, and it's better than anywhere else, you know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and I would say that, you know, even within our feeding group, for one person that says they had a bad experience at this, or for five people that said they had a bad experience at this hospital, one person's like, I had a great experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's kind of another issue in and of itself, but definitely, like, the communication is not streamlined between all of the people mm-hmm. and it's really hard to find like good GIs and like I don't know just the feeding it's just it really comes down to like they'll like they'll ask you well who's been managing this and I'm like me me no. man <laughs> I didn't hire a manager is there someone else who would be yeah. because where are they right Ugh. they're like is it your pediatrician is it a gi like who's managing this and i'm like i don't oh know so yeah so the hope is that we can just support each other as parents and just kind of do like some crisis management and help each other out hopefully a, i think a big problem with creating a group like this is that a lot of times when families get past the feeding Trauma. Mm-hmm. They want nothing to do with it anymore. Oh, and, they
0: don't even want to talk. I about mean, it.
2: my kiddos have little band aids over it. We took them out on Friday, and they're uh-huh. they're not like not like it's healed. Yeah, like, we're done. It goes. We're my... done, and it's like they're gonna have a scar, but like it's done. Yeah, and so certainly, like there's this draw of just like let's just put this the hell behind us. Like yeah. this is like let's move on with our lives, right? Yeah. Like they're they're just like typically developing kids, you know what I mean? Like let's move on. Yeah. Um. But the hope is that like with the support group that. Kind of as we're like caring for each other, kind of in like the trenches, that as we grow out of it, we can see like, okay, we can reach back and grab someone else's hand and kind That's of help great. them through it. That's
0: so amazing. Uh, so, so important.
2: Yeah. Did you finish up your little I did. I book got of all the questions my
1: little things. there. Yeah. Great.
0: Yeah. Well, then we were going to ask you for a win and a fail. Mm hmm. Basically, off everything you said, you have a million wins because you went in there, you advocated yeah. for yourself, <laughs> you yeah. did this, you started a Facebook group, you got yeah. all this shit done, you took care of your kids. So, let's go with something a little more, like, small and specific, like, I don't know, you got him to walk up the stairs, or something like that. Like, just something in, like, your day-to-day life that was more of a mommy win, and then something that was a mommy fail.
2: Ooh, I got my mommy fail. I just realized that. Yeah, why really are those so much me. easier than wins? Uh, oh, really yeah, are. I don't know. They really are. I mean, definitely... God, it's hard to come up with like a little win when my kids got their tubes out. Yeah, I think maybe and getting their tubes yeah. out I mean, is just a you win. win. Yeah, they got the tubes out Friday. It's only yeah, Sunday. Yeah, we took them out ourselves, which it's like before I was a parent, I didn't even really oh. know what a G tube was. Yeah, and it was like super simple to take out. Like, did it because, make a noise. Uh, was a pop? Did you have a ceremony? No, you just <laughs> deflate the balloon, pull it out, throw some desitin and a g- piece of gauze on it. I mean, it did was. Do they just, cry? We did kind of have a ceremony. I mean, we 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 had been talking about this for like a week. The boys know about their 2 bees. that's what yeah. you call them and they grab them if you say where's your 2 bee?", they'll grab it um, so I had been saying like I had been asking him like do you want your 2 bee to go bye bye like this you know your 2 bees are gonna go bye bye they're gonna you know we're gonna take them out da 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 and I had asked Jonas several times he goes no
1: no oh. he wasn't oh. quite ready but he
2: actually was the bravest one out of the two aww oh my little fighter Jonas and so he laid down on the ground and like we took it out he didn't cry like nothing and then we like gave him like his tube to hold on to and he's like doobie dooby. and was like all Aww. proud and then he was like I was like should I get a tube and so like I put it on my stomach and then he like took it back and like put it in my belly button because <laughs> that makes more sense it needs to go in a hole yeah, right yeah come on um, there's already a hole guys yeah exactly what are you thinking use your sure head mom <laughs> uh, and then Caleb was much more anxious with the, oh. the whole situation uh, finally we got him to agree to like lay down um he ended up like crying and like struggling through like most of it um but then afterwards like they held their tubes and then like the next day their sitter yeah. came and they like got to show their sitter like here's my and then were, Like Aww. pick up their shirt and they'll be super Aww. excited to show you i can't well. wait yeah that is a huge win it's a yeah. huge win yeah it's hard to think of like anything like yeah. minor whenever that, that happened is to huge. us yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was feeding tube awareness week which i wasn't aware of till the middle of the week but yeah, yeah. So it was like perfect <laughs> i like went back to week full time which just Happened oh. to line up with the same week we took out the tubes, which just happened to line up with feeding tube awareness week. I'm like,
0: this like week is everything's open. fine. I feel yeah. great.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Life can return to like yeah. normal.
0: How about a fail?
2: Oh boy. So I was in the middle of a conference call and I hear this giant thud Uh-oh. and Caleb started crying and it was a, it was a different kind of cry than like someone hit the other one or someone bit the other one. He had fallen out of the crib. <gasps> so he finally did it. He finally did it. He got out of the crib. Yep. St- flat on his back. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. uh, you were
2: afraid this was going to happen. And it did. Yep. And that was just me procrastinating. Like I knew I had seen him put both of his legs up in such of an in such an angle. And actually, he had climbed out and gotten onto the recliner. And so I just moved the recliner farther from the crib, because that makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it does on paper. It does make sense. But but these dudes don't
0: care. Yeah. Oh, I'm still going to climb out. So, yeah. And I'll just (laughs) jump,
2: okay. So, I need to get onto Jet.com and order that $80 toddler bed that I've been talking about.
0: Yeah, time for the toddler bed, which is crazy. It's like, wow, these guys are so preemie and all these things you say, and now you're like, we got toddler beds because they're flipping around and flying <laughs> and floating in the air and Yes,
2: doing fat yep. flaps. So. Yeah, yep, we got full-size car seats this week, too.
0: Oh, yay. So They awesome. were super
2: pumped about it. <laughs>
0: well, Janelle, your story is amazing and it's so great. And whenever you tell me anything, uh, including everything you did today, I'm always like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> There's no way. And I know it's like, oh no, when it happens to you, you just do it. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. I couldn't. And you, you do it all and you still look good and you're dressed and you
1: have makeup on and pretty earrings. And I'm just like, I don't understand. How I know. This I works. keep looking at the little pearls on your shirt. I'm yes. like, oh, she's so good. Oh,
2: these a- are balls. Did you know that? Ball. 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 Oh, she Paul, actually very popular. T-shirt. She dove into the
0: ocean and pulled out clams <laughs> and stuck was the was pearls like, to her Tit, shirt. Tit, it's like I to go. Um, yeah, it's very impressive. And your kids are just amazing. They're, They're amazing little regular kids, little so. dudes. Yep. Great. So if you have any questions for Janelle, or you'd like to be in um, her Facebook group, and you need more information on how to get there, or if you have any questions on the 9 million journeys that she's been on uh, don't forget to email us baddestmothers at gmail.com and we'll put you in touch with Janelle um, do you have anything you'd like to promote for us you talked about G-tubes your Facebook group yeah. uh, you have your own business anything
2: like that yeah so one of my like uh, saving graces like my kind of like a, an escape Zone for myself. Uh, when the kids were like six months old, I like fell in love with LipSense, which is a lip color that lasts from four to eighteen hours. It like doesn't come off. Oh, it's on her hand. Yeah, She's I rubbing it? Oh, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub it. You're rubbing my hand. It doesn't move. It, right? does. it, goes goes rage. Rage. it doesn't go anywhere. It is called LipSense. It is called LipSense. The company is called um, and So we have like a full um, water resistant cosmetic line and an amazing skincare line. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I have a Facebook VIP group and I'm an independent distributor for and international um and i've done about 90 percent of my business online so a lot of like selfie taking and live videos of women, like applying <laughs> and playing makeup. with makeup
1: yep cool. playing with makeup
2: and getting to like work out in cool lip colors and stuff yeah. um yeah and making other women feel beautiful so it's so been, how like, do a people great, get like, to your facebook thing. group on that um yeah so the business is called double the love by Jay, mm-hmm. which is uh a uh, twins thing? Yep, a twins <laughs> thing. Double the love. Double the love, yes, because everyone says, like, oh, you got your hands full. Yeah. And Double Trouble. Yeah. So it was kind of like a little jab at that. Yeah. Double yeah. the love by J. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're on Facebook or cynogenscom slash double the love by J. If you want to it. Cool. buy directly from the website. Excellent. Cool.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and telling us your whole story. Yeah.
2: Yes. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Again, if you have any questions for Janelle or any other topics you want to talk to, to us about or if you have anything in this and you're like oh yeah I had G2 babies let me tell you about that
1: it was weirdly easy we don't know what this lady was on about
0: (laughs) or if you are St. Joseph and you want to explain why your hospital sucks you can email us (laughs) baddestmothers at
2: gmail.com
1: Uh, And you can always follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Baddest Mothers. (laughs) I'm gesticulating wildly. gesturing. (laughs) Uh, I think that's about it. Thank you so much, Chanel. We'll talk to you soon. We are Baddest Baddest Mothers Mothers in the the room.
2: Room.